This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Are we alone? What is already here? Is the thing that goes bump in the night real or imagined? I'm paranormal reporter Nolan Guthrie, and this is Mysteries in the Unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. What are your prime directives? Welcome, everybody. I'm Nolan Guthrie, paranormal reporter and director of the Guthrie Learning Center of the Unexplained. I first met Ken Napsok while he was a disc jockey for KWBR in Pismo Beach, California in the mid-90s. I was there investigating urban legends like the ghostly white lady of the Napomo Mesa and the alleged haunting of the historic Rose Victorian Inn, later called the Crystal Rose Inn. From there, a friendship grew over a shared desire to search for Bigfoot which is why this show is on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. My guest today is a noted meteorologist that I first met in 2009 at a TED Talk. He is an expert on many things, but today we are focusing on one. Please welcome Jonah Shuckard and we talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Welcome, Jonah. Nolan, it's fantastic to see you again, buddy. I swear. I mean, I have kept up with your career and I got to say, you're just, you're one of those people that I have never stopped looking up to. (laughs) No need for that. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, yes, of course, we, of course. we do communicate uh, via hot mail, uh, sending email correspondences. Uh, meeting you at the TED Talk was fantastic. I talked about many things that day, including embracing the unknown and exclaiming your embracing of the unknown because there's a lot of shame in believing in things or not even believing but being curious about things we do not understand. Yeah, and that's really why I went to that TED Talk and I think that's why it's fate uh, that we met at that TED Talk because we sort of are on the same wavelength a lot about a lot of things and um, I, I feel like that's really the the mecca for uh for the truthers of the world. The truthers indeed, and the ones who search for answers that might not initially seem apparent. Uh, your career is taking you all around this great country as a meteorologist. You uh, got your education. Uh, what, what school did you go to again? Last week, I was actually speaking at my alma mater, which oh. is University of Des Moines in uh, Iowa. Oh, this fantastic organization. I've been there for uh, some speaking engagements, but also used it as a home base for a summer I spent chasing tornadoes, which is a a natural kind of unexplained. What year was that? Uh, I do believe that was 2003. Oh, three. Oh, three. See, because I graduated in... I graduated, what was it? must have been 92. Okay. And I haven't been back there since, so... uh, a lot of corn. A lot of, okay. Corn in the fields. Yeah. It's a great uh, a great community, though. 
It's nice to know that they're staying with the corn We're, industry. If you graduated uh, from the uh, University of Des Moines uh, um, in '92, uh, you probably are familiar with the uh, alleged alien landing in 1989 nearby Fort Dodge, Iowa. Which familiar with it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm friends with the guy who experienced. You're that. friends with with uh, Bill. Bill Patterson. Yeah, Bill Patterson and yeah. I go way back, even all the way to preschool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Bill Bill Patterson received a lot of, what do you, in 1989, he, he claimed that he was uh, working his uh, farm when an alien ship landed down to measure his corn, uh, and uh, he didn't like his corn being measured, as most uh, gentlemen uh, would not like. Yeah, of course. Of um, course yeah. So he, he fought back, but he, he says he lost, he, he believes he was knocked out and was left unconscious on an alien craft for over uh, three and a half days, and when he reported to it to authorities, he was uh, laughed out of uh, police stations, uh, hospitals, and even the local newsroom until Well, he, Nolan, yeah, Nolan, the yeah. thing you have to understand about Bill <laughs> yeah. is that Bill was this guy who everyone thought was going to be a shining quarterback. Uh, yeah. He was the man to know at high school. And, mm-hmm. you know, we sort of had a little escapade. I was yeah. the nerd. He was a jock. We weren't supposed to be friends, but yes. there we were I understand in that. the cornfield every Friday night. Yeah, just... And, Making yeah. things happen, right? And what happened to Bill was mm. on the field one day, he actually fainted mm. and players stepped and ran over his head with their yeah. cleats. And back then in the day, people used yeah. to wear metal cleats. Right. And so when we thought, here's Bill going to go to probably Dartmouth or Yale. Right. This is a senior year, uh, 88. Yeah. And, um, his senior year. Yeah. 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 And so there he was all that potential down the drain. And so when he got abducted, everyone sort of thought, Oh, here he is sort of the manifestation of his mental problems from that accident. But, And, and that's part of the problem in reporting on or experiencing the paranormal or the unexplained is often, uh, and I, heard comedian from Kids in the Hall, Dave Foley, talk about this on shows like Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw and the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, a, a fine uh, location for great ideas uh, all from all around the world. Uh, Dave Foley, uh, who I respect as a comedian and sketch performer, has said it, that it, it, there is a lot of shame in coming forward and just questioning some of this stuff. And I think Bill Patterson, who had a great quarterbacking uh, record in uh, high school. Uh, yeah, the best. The, the best. best. Uh, and uh, many considered him to be uh, on par with another low Local standout Bubby Brister who went on to quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so to see this go this way and him to take a job on his family farm, the the Patterson Corn uh, yeah, Fields. That's about all he could do at that point. Yeah, it's about the all thing he could is, do. is with the mysteries and unexplained, which is something yeah. that really I will say for lack of better terms, pisses me off Mm. uh, is that people will look for anything in someone's history to try to uh, point fingers at at, for excuses to say, you know, this is why they're saying that. And for Bill, it was the accident of the football field. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the great spiking of 88, I believe, is uh, how it's referred to locally. Uh, but it sounds like you guys had some uh, quality time together in the cornfields on Friday nights, probably looking in the stars and, and wondering what's out there. Um, you, uh, uh, you, 
I don't want to say you're an expert of many things, and, and a meteorologist is just <laughs> one of them. Thank you. Um, Thank your, you. Uh, your, your work on the Bermuda Triangle, Bermuda, uh, Bermuda, Bermuda, that <laughs> depends on what region, the Bermuda Triangle, which has been uh, puzzling people for uh, many, many years, and not just in modern times. I mean, you could find uh, a lot of um, a lot of writings about this. Christopher Columbus actually made a entry in a ship journal in which he explained weird winds that brought with it troubling signs of the beyond. And a lot of people uh, didn't pay attention to it because, quite frankly, he didn't know what country he landed on anyways. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Columbus, let's talk about that guy for a minute. He is my hero. The Mm, way that he dominated this country and he really made it what it is today. Look at my storm. Yeah, he yeah. for yeah, that's perfect. Mm. And you know, he's actually one of the first guys that experienced the compass phenomenon of the triangle. Right. And what that is for your listeners who just aren't aware of this yet is basically Please. anyone who is willing to go into the triangle mm. will experience a, an electromagnetic field. Right. And Nolan, I don't know if you know this, but an electromagnetic field mm-hmm. will discombobulate your compass. A discombobulated compass is definitely not something that's easy it's to useless. Live with. It's not easy to live with at all. It's yeah. useless. How are you supposed to see north or south or west or east? Right. All you know is up and down what you see in front of you, and that's mm-hmm. really where people run into trouble with the triangle. Right. And, th- and that might contribute a little bit to uh, Columbus and, and his maligned reputation as someone who uh, landed on the wrong uh, land and believed it was something else, uh, and then... Uh, took over the natives uh, country. Um, uh, your work, uh, let's give a little, on the, the history of the Bermuda Triangle in modern times really grew up, uh, picked up speed in uh, December of 1945, December 5th, 1945. The incidents referred to as Flight 19. This is a military flight that got lost. A search and rescue group that went after uh, the, that flight uh, was lost as well. And uh, Five this, bomber planes to be exact. Five, exa- well, this is why you're the expert. Yeah. And I do want to know, you, re- you have released several pamphlets on the Bermuda Triangle, which could be uh, ordered. Yeah, I mean, they're they're digital pamphlets, but they're pamphlets. Well, that's that's great for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, though, you you didn't release a pamphlet. Oh, no, I definitely try to keep it digital. Uh, Definitely. uh, Definitely. Um, I do believe, though, uh, your first pamphlet uh, was on paper. That was a different time, and it, and it really got people talking. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle has also been called the Devil's Triangle, but the porn industry has a copyright on that name, so it's generally referred to by the Bermuda Triangle. Many people have tried to discount this. Uh, Australian scientist Carl Cruz Lenecki uh, said in 2017 Ugh. in an article, yeah, exactly, that's why... I mean, uh, just keep going, but just know well, I'm disgusted. He just basically, I'm, I'm summarizing, uh, summarizing his article that was released on the the internet uh, that the incidents in the Bermuda Triangle are due to human error. Um, uh, <laughs> exactly. Ha, uh-huh, indeed. Ha, huh, indeed. Now, I have done some research. My TED Talk that we met at was on different, uh, was almost uh, ghost, uh, uh, ghost, paranormal ghost activity uh, and people who actually believe they are in long-term relationships with ghosts and why that shouldn't be discounted. Um, but uh, your work uh, harkens back to the great uh, Bermuda Triangle expert, Vincent Gaddis, who originally wrote the book, The Deadly Bermuda Triangle. I, myself, I took several test flights in 2005 with a paranormal research team. And we flew through the Triangle many times, but the only thing that uh, seemed to happen to How me, many times? I, six times. Uh, and the only thing that seemed to happen to me is I developed a better appreciation of Neil Diamond records. That's the only thing that I could say that had changed after that's, my trip. 
all you experienced during the triangle. That's all I experienced, but I, I know it's not every time. Uh, and I know that that, that 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 journey six times over does not make f- a fully researched uh, opinion. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the triangle a total of 11 times. And oh, wow. all but one mm. have I come out feeling traumatized to say the least and Uh, traumatized in which way what are you feeling well it's sort of like a vibe from hell Mm. like Mm. when you enter the triangle which by the way is a million square feet in distance um it spans basically the entire atlantic ocean Mm. and you know what's Mm. interesting is like A lot of people don't seem to understand that I'm a professional meteorologist. Right. Because what I've experienced in the triangle is fact, not fiction. You, yeah, you, you hold to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's watertight. Yeah. Airtight, watertight. Yeah. All the same. Absolutely. And yeah. so, okay, I got a little off track, but what no, I'm trying okay. to say here, uh, mm-hmm. Nolan, mm-hmm. is that... The Bermuda Triangle, by and large, is a feeding ground for extraterrestrial experimentation. You think the uh, alien entities have? Oh, chosen, I know it. I you, know it. You know. I know it. Um, they have chosen this area as a as a, a way to gather subjects. Test what what draws them to this area as opposed to say uh, rural Oklahoma. When Pangea split off about right. a thousand years ago, or something like that. I think that's. It. I think a thousand two hundred. Yeah, uh, when Pangea split off into different countries, basically what happened was it created a new North Pole under Mm. the sea in the Atlantic Ocean as the continents spread it apart. Kind of an earthly discombobulation of its compass, uh, of the earthly compass. Yes, yes, exactly. I couldn't put it better myself. Mm. And Mm. so basically what happens there is that the aliens, uh, for a lack of better term, the aliens basically know that the open ocean is a place where humans are at their most vulnerable. Do they recognize pirate law? Well, that's been debated a few about amongst a few of my friends right. uh, and colleagues, but they don't follow any law. Nolan, sure. And that's where we really start to see trouble in the triangle. Yeah. It's yeah. a free for all for the aliens. Well, yeah, I they, mean, they don't care who you are. Cruise ship, Freightliner, pirates. cruise ship, U.S. Navy ship, bomber yeah. plane. In other words, they're the captain now. Like, let's think back to the Malaysian Flight 370. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which we I, did. I a, believe. I I believe uh, my research indicates that uh, there were alien entities on board. On board the space on the flight. The flight. Yeah. That that might contribute. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do have other. I love that political conspiracy theories. I do believe there's some of those things, and all are valid. I haven't. I haven't. Well, we're here today to talk about the triangle. Triangle. Uh, let's focus on the triangle. And what I'm trying to say here before you right. interrupted me I'm is so that. Sorry. Basically, Mm -hmm. that the Mm -hmm. same phenomena we see occurring Mm -hmm. in the Bermuda Triangle is the Mm -hmm. same phenomena we see occurring in the Chinese Triangle. Just no one talks about no one talks about the Southeast Asian Triangle. It's just like, you know, people will talk about Ben Affleck, but they'll never talk about his brother. I mean, the Southeast Asian Triangle is is, other than uh, being a a category on Pornhub is something that is like uh, it's not as it's prevalent. It's not it's not as a. Uh, for lack of a better term, cool in modern lore. 
Yeah, because it. Whereas the Bermuda Triangle has had a hundred disappearances in the right. last fifty years, we've got, you know, three or four major disappearances in the Southeast Asian Triangle. Right. Um, and one of those being Malaysia Flight Three Seventy, because what we see happening here is, over the o- open ocean, these air these crafts are carrying. It's almost like a platter, a buffet, as you will. I for love, I love buffets, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Have you been to uh, the buffet at the Science for California convention? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, they converted a, a golden corral, and, and it's called uh, uh, Feedbag Us, uh, Feedbag and Us, uh, uh, I believe it is. And uh, it's uh, the relationship between the feedback and, and the and the human people, and it's a study in uh, the science of uh, marketing food, but also just a damn good tater tot. Yeah, that I mean, the trough there is like my yeah. favorite. Yeah, the fact yeah. that they just openly call it a food trough. It's interesting. It's a great study. Anyway, back to my at low cost four ninety nine gets you in. So the triangle, mm-hmm. it's also a part of history for the United States for Africa and for Europe, the triangle, if you recall from your basic history class, it was called the triangle trade. Yeah. People would pick up slaves, go Mm. from Europe, pick up slaves in Africa Mm. and drop them off in the United States and go back to Europe. Mm -hmm. And that constant draw of negative energy being made into a triangle. Mm -hmm. That's sort of where we see the um, more of the human, the humanity based aspects of why the triangle is so cursed. That's fascinating stuff that there's uh, some dark energy there because of past transgressions. Yeah. And do you think, do you think going back to the aliens and and I don't want to jump around, but uh, uh, going back to the aliens, do you feel as though they uh, are picking up on that or is it a coincidence that they are using this as a, as target practice, if you will? Well, it's, it is a coincidence because uh, they, the grays actually didn't land on earth until Mm. 1942. So right. right. For those who are the grays and the blues, we talked about this in the first episode with Riley Calbert, filmmaker. Um, You talked to Riley, Riley Calbert. Yeah. Who had the uh, the no the, Michi- the Michigan UFO? He's a great guy. Oh, he's man. a little scattered since some of the incidents, but uh, he's a great guy. A uh, great guy. He I think he developed restless leg after the uh, first encounter. But uh, other than that, uh, that'll happen. That'll well, happen. I'll, I'll hook you guys up. I'll connect you yeah, over uh, electronic corns correspondence. There, I, I stepped on you again. I apologize. Well, I mean, yeah, so we're free form thought here. Well, Nolan, we're both intellectuals. Uh, that say. is absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Do you so? With the alien activity there, and there's been a lot of documented things there. A lot of it is serious. A lot of it, people, when you think, when the general public hears of the Bermuda Triangle, they might think of uh, John Bermuda Schwartz, the drummer for Weird Al Yankovic, uh, or they'll think of uh, disappearing planes, many that you and I have talked about there. But other things uh, have happened. In 1987, a Princess Cruise Line ship went there, uh, seemed to disappear for two days, and when it came back, Every married couple had shifted one couple to the left, and they kind of believed as a kind of a extraterrestrial key party 
that it had happened there, and no one could understand. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, and you you believe I read in your second pamphlet the aliens do appreciate our love. Uh, you said they maybe the aliens wanted to encourage uh, pa- new passions and old relationships. Well, the thing that's uh, actually really int- I'm glad, really glad you brought this oh, up thank because you. <laughs> thank you. something that yeah. me and my study partners have found in the yeah. past ten years is mm-hmm. that the aliens actually. I'm sorry, I just, I keep calling them aliens, but anyways, you, I have to. The aliens, yeah. Yeah. what they do is they actually, uh, they make our love a yeah. commodity. And so what- it's Traded or sold? Both. Wow. You can trade, sold, you wow. know, all of it. And the laws of prostitution right. and sex trafficking that apply here on earth just don't apply they don't. to the grays and the blues. Right. Um, and so they actually, some people hypothesize that it's gold, oxygen, uh, carbon, um, mm. that they're mm. here to harvest, but it's actually the emotion of love. And I know that for a lot of wow. three dimensional flat human beings will yeah. not understand that is deep that, but that. I think that that spins the way you look at aliens, uh, and again, I apologize for using the term, uh, uh, unearthbound beings. Uh, it is, it is, uh, it, it, you, we look at them as an invading military force, or like you said, uh, taking our resources for use on their home planets. That goes into popular, popular culture a lot, but it seems like they're fascinated with the emotion of love. The they, act they of, just want to lust. Yeah, the act of lust, and clearly that might be, it, it seems that that's what... Uh, uh, I remember reading a, a, after Bill Patterson's uh, abduction, and one of the things he was saying on the news that the aliens just keep saying, uh, how you like that? And he wasn't sure what they were getting at um, until he felt it. Well, Bill really had that firsthand experience. That, yeah. I mean, I, I could feel yeah. vibrating off his body, but right. that's a whole other episode. Different time. The aliens' yeah. obsession with the triangle, though, mm-hmm. is something that I think all of your listeners who are interested in spreading the truth need to understand is that the Bermuda triangle is a serving platter of human life to extraterrestrials. And so that's why I myself announcing here for the first time on this podcast that I am actually planning on taking a expedition to the triangle, uh, in November of 2019, which is the height of the, um, Catching season for the blues. Yeah, that's uh, where a lot of documented the, the 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 fall into early winter seems to be their time. I will be there, and okay. I will not be square. I will be triangle. I okay. will be ready to be taken. Um, and the thing is, is that mm. even if I'm not taken, I will not have enough food or water to make it out. So at that mm. point, I will have to experience the full force of the triangle mm. and vlog it all, live stream it. Um, that's so you're going to try to document this is which is once again to the general public who's often um, unbelieving and shuts down their thoughts they want proof and, and their ideas of proof I'm about to give them proof their, their ideas of proof are very basic it is a zero and ones of proof we want some video we want this we want to document it you're going to try to give them that a lot, a lot of times proof is found in the soul and it's what you experience and what you know but this will be your 12th time through the triangle but it seems to me the most important trip this will be my 12th time in the triangle and mm. I'll be taking my experience from all other 11 times. I'll be taking all the pamphlets. Right. Are you going to be spreading the pamphlets uh, to the aliens? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I yeah. will be. Yeah. Well, once I'm with the aliens, right. They won't need pamphlets. They'll know. Yeah. They'll just, uh, yeah. They'll really know. get it. Is there any chance? Have you tracked down Bill Patterson in a few years? I, I know he's still alive. I understand he works at a uh, Des Moines uh, feed store now. Uh, yeah. He had to sell the farm. 
I mean, could we maybe not bring them? Yeah. Okay. It's not that's fair. Well, okay. I think just to yeah. The le- just okay. to, let me just put it out there. Yeah. Bill Patterson is a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I've but conversed with him a lot. He yeah. started selling cosmetics. He signed mm. up for one of those. Mm. Uh, like an Amway, like a, yeah, home, like a pyramid like scheme. Like a pyramid scheme. Okay. And so what he did was he started um, flooding all of my mm. messages, my voicemails with trying to get me to buy. That's them. a shame. Yeah. That's and, a shame. and the thing is, is that I have a special place in my heart for this kid mm-hmm. because he showed me hope in high school when no one else would. I'm so sorry to bring it up. Uh, Bill's a great guy. I tell you, the last time I saw Bill in person was the 25th anniversary <laughs> of Field of Dreams. I was out there in Iowa and uh, I heard, uh, do you want to have a catch? Beautiful. And I turned around and uh, it didn't mean, a, it wasn't a baseball term what he was talking about, but I, I uh, didn't didn't participate that day, but uh, I think he's a great guy. Um, so I, I don't. I won't bring it up again. I won't bring it up again. It's okay. Do you feel though he joined a pyramid scheme? But uh, really, when you look at the pyramid from uh, one angle, it's a triangle. And do you think that was some yes. sort of extra uh, alien activity or an unearthbound being? Well, yeah, uh, you literally read my mind because yeah. I was about to say maybe that's a power I got from the triangle. Maybe. I mean, you've been there how many times again? I've only I've only been six. We went there twice, right? Yeah, you and I. My third and fifth trips were with you. Uh, and, but it wasn't until the sixth trip that uh, I came out singing all the lyrics to uh, Cracklin' Rosie Get On Board. And that's where I knew something weird had had happened there. And also it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, it was we Tuesday. We entered the triangle on yeah. Tuesday. Do you think day, day and time have anything to do with your experiences in the triangle? Well, yeah. Think about it like this, right? Mm-hmm. If you're looking at a bunch of ants on the ground and you put a glass around them, right? Right. On, on, on top of the ants. Top of the ants. And, uh, yeah. That's what the extraterrestrial uh, zaddies are doing to us. They're putting a a pint glass on Yeah, humanity. but it's a sort of pint glass that twists time and space. I mean, it's all in pamphlet right. number four. So if you want to hear more about time and space, go to that. It's on my website. Donate whatever you want. I don't uh, have a specific price. You can sure. pay whatever you want for the pamphlet. Is it, uh, what is it, jodenshuckard.angelfire.com? No, actually, no. Oh, I, sold that. I sold that okay. uh, URL. It's currently okay. shuckardtruth. Shuckardtruth.tv. That's a great one. Yeah. That's that's solid. That's solid. Um, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we're going to finish up the show. And I want to know a little bit more what you hope to accomplish on this 12th trip to the Triangle. Uh, we're going to see what else is out there and maybe talk a little bit more about what the Triangle can do. Can it be positive? Can the experiences there be studied? Can we learn from them? And can we help change humanity for the better? This is Mysteries and the Unexplained. And we'll be right back here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Welcome back to Mysteries in the Unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. I am Nolan Guthrie, paranormal reporter. Oh, oh, sorry, your mic was off. Say it again. Oh, I'm Jonah Shuckard. You are Jonah Shuckard. You are a professional broadcaster, a meteorologist. You've worked all over. I enjoyed your turn at the uh, Palm Spring News Deck. Uh, really good work out there. You did win a local Cable Ace Award for your... Uh, yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Uh, we're here with Jonah Shackard, who is an expert on the Bermuda Triangle. He's uh, published over six digital pamphlets on the phenomenon and uh, knows a lot about it. 
And it's going back for a 12th time in November of 2019. If you're listening to this uh, after, we hope for the best. Uh, we hope to hear, have you on for a follow-up. Indeed, you were uh, going out there, and there are people who believe. There, there's people who believe. Uh, you refer to them. What, what, what do you call them? The I. The, the triangle. Uh, you said the oh, you said the Bermuda biters. Yeah, they they really well. Yeah. Oh, big oh for those of you belief. who don't know, the Bermuda biters mm-hmm. are basically people that I am converting to believe in the triangle's powers. Um, yeah. I call them my biters. And for all my biters mm-hmm. that are listening to this right now, just know that this is where I'm offloading my consciousness. Chomp, to, chomp. Yeah, <laughs> chomp on this because this episode, I don't yeah. know if I didn't tell Nolan this before I came on, uh-oh, but uh-oh. this episode of Mysteries and Unexplained is, it's tough to say, but yeah. it's where I'm basically offloading my consciousness before oh. I disappear forever. You th- you think you, you, are you planning to come back from your trip? I can't, I can't. I don't think so. You think do you by choice, or do you think the uh, unearthly bound uh, beings have a higher purpose for you? Well, once I get out there on the pontoon boat mm-hmm. and I drink the eucalyptus, that's when I'll I'll know for sure whether I'm coming back. Okay, yeah. You think that will open up your open yourself up? Because you had mentioned going out there and being open to the experiences. I I must admit, I I though I believe in a lot of things and I question a lot of things. Um, I was dubious. I'm dubious. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't trust. I think 85% of airline pilots are drunk. So missing planes, you know, I'm not sure about that. The boats, I don't question the triangle. I, I'm not quite, I did not question it. I'm not quite a biter, Bro, but, but I do believe come on. I'm telling you after I came out of that sixth trip, I purchased all of Neil Diamond's catalogs when previously I'd only owned a Greatest Hits compact disc. And what compelled you to do that? I don't know. I just came out... Right. You don't know. Believing. You don't know. Yeah. And I'm telling you. You're telling me. You're filling in the blanks. Yeah. For everyone who's heard all these bullshit stories about the triangle Mm -hmm. is just a fable like Santa Claus Mm -hmm. or... Um, you know, somebody like Abraham Lincoln, like mm. this is a real thing. Un- unreal, yeah. This is a real thing. Yeah. And everyone just seems to sort of be look overlooking it. You and t- yeah. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not gonna raise my voice No, no, you're good. I it's a it's you're passionate about the subject. You also um um, bring up Abraham Lincoln and, and I do enjoy your, uh, I enjoyed your, you had an, an essay published, uh, in skeptic magazine in which you put forth the idea that Abraham Lincoln was actually uh, played by many people. Over the course well, of yeah, his just life. like William Shakespeare yeah. and Benjamin Franklin, he was Lincoln, a construct. He's a, he's a metaphor for basically mm. what the people need. And interesting. It's take. like, it's basically what, um, mm-hmm. you know, we see people like Mark Ruffalo being today. It's a figure that people stand behind and rally behind. Right. Um, and it represents right. an idea, whereas he is a real person, but Lincoln was about four to five, six people yeah. um, on weekends, eight. But do you, do you, be- yeah, do you believe that Daniel Day Lewis might have been sent here from the past to portray him in the, the Steven Spielberg picture? I heard, well, a, I heard it there. The I don't in believe what it. Way? The past in what way? I think he Nolan. was sent through. There's some people do believe time travel is possible through rocks. And uh, that you could use uh, a geode to uh, travel backward and forward, backward and forward, and that he may have uh, found the way. And that's uh, why he's so good at muskets. Oh, wormhole theory. Wormhole theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that could very well be a yeah. possibility, but that could also, you could be from the past or the future. We just, yeah. it's, 
it's really you you, know. you don't know because people think oh time travel when when you travel right. through time you're obviously from a different time where yeah. no you really you're still a human being if if me and you put on some uh, mm. some 1600 clothes and carried around a musket and went back yeah. to 1600s, right. we would blend right in. Right, and no one would know. Yeah, we'd blend right in. And yeah. that's part of the triangles problem is that yeah. time blends right in. It's all one mishmash of time. Yeah, yeah. It's like a intergalactic swatch watch. Like the people listening to this right now, they're listening to it and yeah. every second that they're hearing us talk, a second is passing. right. But it's not like that second right. is more important than the second before it. No, it's, so. it's called the second place second theory, and uh, I, I I like that a lot. I, what do you hope to learn uh, going into the triangle and not returned? Are you scared? Are you apprehensive? Do you feel as though you're going to be ushered in and welcomed by these unearth bound deities and beings as a reward for your work and putting forth, or do you feel as though there's a threat because you've tried to expose their work? Well, I have thought about this a lot. You have some spit on the mic. Just wipe it. Yeah. I have thought about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that I'll be welcomed. You think you absolutely will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the pearly gates of the alien world. Because, yeah, that's a great way to put it. And Nolan, the truth is, is I've met the greys. You've met the greys? Yeah. The greys have touched me, have felt me, have needed me. Have they asked, or uh, do you like that? Is that? Well, yeah, I mean. Okay, and you do? Yeah, I, I feel like, okay. I don't know, the way you just asked that was a little. It was a probing question. I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyways, mm-hmm. yes, I will be welcomed. Yes. Nolan. I, this is very bittersweet. Will you be welcomed? I don't no, think I would. No, you won't. Unless they appreciate Neil Diamond, I don't think I'd be welcomed. <sighs> um. But, but going back to what I, 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 this is bittersweet to hear this. And you, you did not talk about the, let me know this is going to happen in the pre-show meeting. Uh, I, I, I haven't uh, talked to you in 10 years. I know, I know. And, uh, but we've corresponded over the Hotmail electronic conspore, uh, correspondence machine. And uh, you're a good guy. And, and I feel you as though you're a colleague. Uh, you're in the public uh, uh, media. You're, you're in the normal media, so to speak. And But you also are on our side. And, and uh, that's tough. Uh, and all the Cable Ace Awards in the world uh, don't mean anything to me other than your soul. And I just can't stand the idea of losing you. However... That's Much touching. like James Earl Jones at the end of Field of Dreams, uh, the fact that you might get the chance to walk into the proverbial alien cornfield and experience what you've always believed in as some sort of reward for your work. Yeah, it's I, purely a reward. I want you to experience that, too. I just will miss our our uh, electronic mail correspondences. Well... Unless you feel maybe the aliens probably... St- they probably still have an AOL account. If you, if you will miss me... Mm-hmm. Cause I gotta be honest here. Like, yeah, you're really the only person that I talk to. You're not, you are, you've been shunned by those in your business. Well, yeah, they can't handle me. Okay. Yeah. Nolan, like, yeah. you know, Jeff, you know, Todd, yep. you know, David, David did some great work out in Walla Walla, Washington, <sighs> uh, for some media. I hear about Walla Walla one more time. I'm going to fucking yeah. Yeah. go off the walls. Okay. Uh, that's a good statement. Yeah. The thing is, is like, I am a professional and yeah. I, I, that's why I belong with the grays. It's time. Cause I, I remember you also uh, were interested in tornado chase at one time and you, you asked to join Reed Timmer and Sean Casey's uh, crew, which was on the uh, storm chapers, storm chasers show, I believe on discovery. 
maybe it was 80. Yeah, I, I mean, remember. I'm in the background of episode four. You are. Um, and the fact that they did not let you continue, you could not get into the Dominator and take a ride uh, because they believed your work was outside the scope of quote-unquote normal uh, procedures. I, I was always hurt from that. And I told Reed that. Thank you. We, we had dinner one night uh, at a uh, at a, uh, a Crackle Barrel, and I told him, I said, over a good piece of cornbread, I said, uh, you must look at Jonah Shepard uh, with a different light, for he's doing great work that even if you don't believe. You said that? I did say that. I did say that. Reed didn't. We haven't spoken a lot since then, and his show was canceled, but uh, he still does great work in the tornado chase at research industry. Um you don't know how much that means to me. Well, that you would well say that to I don't. I don't want to get emotional. Uh, I, I don't generally. I, I try to avoid emotions because I think that clouds uh, judgment when you're searching for answers that aren't necessarily considered normal. Uh, with aliens and my uh, specialty Bigfoot. And to those uh, listeners, by the way, programming note: we will have a Bigfoot hunter on very soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, so I, I just, I, I, I hope for the best for you, Jonah. I just can't imagine. Yeah, and if I come back, you'll be the first and only to hear. So don't even worry about it. You'll that. have the exclusive here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm offloading my consciousness and my mm-hmm. thoughts here on this po- on your podcast. Um, have you heard the theories that the Bermuda Triangle is just a portal to a Jimmy Buffett chain restaurant located on Mars? See, now you're really starting to bother me, Nolan. I Why, mean, is that? Why is that? You're making fun of me. I'm not like, making fun. You're That's, saying Jimmy Buffett, like no, that that he's franchised out to Mars and he already got there, uh, and that the Bermuda Triangle is a one-way ticket there that you can return after you've enjoyed a, a trip to Margaritaville. There's a there's a difference between a time warp and a wormhole. The Bermuda Triangle is not a wormhole. It's not a wormhole. Therefore, okay. it could not travel you through space. Only time. Do you understand that? I do understand. I, I look. I'm not a believer in this uh, this thing. I went into one Margaritaville in Las Vegas and was not happy with the experience, so I haven't been back. Um, you do know Margaritaville is covering up like half of the country's secrets, right? Chemtrails. That's I well. That's what I heard from one of the bartenders there. Yeah. But, uh, and when I went back the next day, next day to get more information, uh, perhaps interview him for this show, he was uh, no longer employed there. <sighs> So this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. People just don't appreciate professionals. No, they don't. And, and people don't appreciate you, but the work you're trying to accomplish is very important. Um, do you feel you're traveling in a pontoon boat? I heard you say, yes. Uh, are you traveling alone for a while? You have any, uh, anyone dropping you off? How do you get to the triangle? I know where it is. Well, um, I've been, uh, I've been to the triangle by plane mm-hmm. five times. Yeah. Five times. And I've been, all other times by pontoon. You feel that the aliens, excuse me, the the unearthly bound beings, you feel as though they uh, react better to uh, ships or pl- uh, planes? Oh, well, they they definitely appreciate a nice boat because mm-hmm. it leaves the human a little bit more vulnerable. Whereas if you're in a plane, there's the whole issue of uh, ground control talking to you through radios oh, and yeah. the whole issue of fuel. And, yeah. um, you know, the, the gray's the last thing they want is fuel. That makes sense to me because there's a, a story of an incident in 2002 where a cruise ship reported that a unregistered passenger won their shuffleboard tournament that weekend uh, when they went to give him his prize check and gift certificate to the buffet. He was gone. 
and many believe that he was not of this world, and that maybe the aliens, and it passed through the to- uh, northern tip of the Bermuda Triangle, and there were some thoughts that uh, the aliens do react to uh, you know, ships, and this one wanted to take a break and play some shuffleboard, and this was a path to that uh, goal, to accomplishing that I mean, goal. if you were an alien, you would want to take a break and play shuffleboard too, right? <laughs> I would too. Yeah. I'm not great at it's it. It's understandable. I'm Obviously, you'd win because you're intellectually superior to I'm, everybody. I'm telling you, I'm not great at it. I'm good at other things. Well, we've uh, got to give that a shot. Yeah. We've got to get out there and get on the court. Yeah. I am I am uh, good at uh, a, a elementary school game called uh, German Dodgeball. German Dodgeball? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's a little more chaotic. There's uh, balls flying at your face from all sides. Wow. Which is also a, a category on Pornhub. Um we're almost done here, uh, Jonah. And I, 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 I almost hate to end the show because I want you, I want to know you're going to be okay. But I, I I'll know, be fine. I know Nolan, I have I'll be to, fine. You'll be fine. It's all in the pamphlets, Nolan. What happens if you go into the triangle for the twelfth time? And this is uh, my final question for you. And you return, and the aliens have, uh, excuse me, unearthly bound beings have no need for you, and you're not rewarded. So you're saying, hypothetically, I'll go into the triangle and nobody will want me? You come out and and you know all the lyrics to Neil Diamond's uh, (sighs) 2005 album, 12 songs. Well, here's the thing I'll tell. I'll leave everyone on this about the triangle. Mm -hmm. Going into the triangle is a transcendental Mm -hmm. experience. Like like you're Henry David Thoreau in a a forest. Yes. Yes. But it's the ocean. Right. And within that million square foot cozy little triangle, right? You will, mm. I, you will, you will experience mm. the electromagnetic field caused by Pangea. Mm. You will experience mm. the feeding ground, the harvesting ground. You you might even see an apparition, right? And so, if I come back, Nolan, right. the yeah. thing is, is I will have experienced something, something. And, you know, that's just another pamphlet for right. me. So all, maybe, all good things, all good things. It all points to good. Yeah. Off topic, do you believe that College Station, Texas is the last part of Pangea left? The connection. It didn't break off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that in the fossils. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like you can look at the armadillo fossils and you can see that there's a connection. That sounds great. Uh, well, another show. Another show indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained on the AppSuck Files podcast feed. We're almost out of here. Uh, I want to thank my guest, Jonah Shepard, meteorologist extraordinaire, cable ace award-winning meteorologist for his work in Palm Springs. Signing out. Signing out, indeed. Perhaps for the last time, but we're going to keep in contact. Um, And uh, and, uh, I wish you the best. I wish you the best. I wish you the best, man. Uh, You just got to stop interrupting people. I'll work on that. That's, that. I mean, that's all I'll say. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, go ahead and yeah, sign yeah. off. Yeah. I'll take, I'm going to take some uh, local courses at Valley College in uh, LA of uh, podcasting. Um, that's it for this week here. Uh, Mysteries of the Unexplained. I uh, want to thank my guest again, Jonah Shepard. You can go You're to welcome. shepherdtruth.com. Yes, dot TV. Dot TV, shepherdtruth.tv. Uh, go ahead, pick up a digital pamphlet, buy a bumper sticker, and support this man's work uh, as he heads out on a pontoon into the Bermuda Triangle this November. Uh, we Hopefully, we'll get a follow-up, or the update will just be that I can't book him on the show 
anymore. For all of those who are fans of the Knapsack Files in general, thank you for being part of this program today and enjoying it here on the Saturday night special lineup of programming on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. You can follow Ken Knapsack's work at kennapsack.com, including information on where to purchase his book, Why We Love Star Wars, a fictional look at what might actually happen in the stars that we know is not real, of course. Uh, and then uh, he's got comedy shows, including one with Mark Ellis in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital and perhaps the most secretive place on Earth. He'll be there November 16th. Go to there. He wants to thank his high-tier Patreon supporters, and you can support him by going to patreon.com slash catnapsock. And his executive producer supporters are Real Snacks Attack, Thomas Risling, Lethal Loganex, Matthew Simon, Bedore, who I believe has encountered aliens before, Matthew Thompson, and Tamor, Abdul, and Rafi. They are the brothers of Buddha. Uh, Donald Long, Nathan Ovendale. He's a first-rate Nate. Zach Anderson, who's out there in Wisconsin, which has one of the higher, higher reported uh, areas for alien interactions. And finally, Ty Schellenberger, who I do believe is an alien himself. They support Ken at Catnapsock's Patreon page, patreon.com slash Catnapsock. Share the word. Leave a review. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a like. This uh, broadcast is always rebroadcast on Catnapsock YouTube page. I am Nolan Guthrie, a paranormal reporter. It is no problems asking the questions why and how. We'll see you next time. Mysteries and the Unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed.